0: Welcome to another episode of Electable. I'm Deb Chubb, and our podcast is sponsored by the Indiana Women's Action Movement. Um, today, we are very fortunate to be talking to another terrific candidate um, for the Indiana State uh, State Auditor position. So I know we've been doing a lot of state legislator positions. Today, we're doing state auditor. So this is a statewide race. So people all over the state will be voting uh, in this race, and we're very excited to get to talk to uh, Zanae Brooks, who is running for state auditor. And um, as you can see, she's on the go. She's moving around the state. She's got a lot of ground to cover uh, in her campaign. And so we've just been able to catch up with her in her car. So we're very uh, excited to talk with Zanae today. So uh, tell us why you're running. Tell us a little bit about your background, too. Tell us about yourself and tell us why you're running for uh, state auditor. Okay,
1: awesome. Thanks for having me. I am in route to Evansville for a day. Um, so that's why I'm in the car. Um, but Zanae Brooks running for state auditor, you know, fundamentally, I'm a, a community servant, a servant leader. Um, I spent majority of my career and adult life advocating on behalf of the less fortunate and trying to affect change in our communities. So my career is in accounting and finance. I am a CPA, I work currently at Cummins uh, where I manage our budget for corporate responsibility and the foundation. Before then I spent 14 years in public accounting as an auditor, um, I own not-for-profit organizations, I serve on different boards, National Association of Black Account- Accountants, the Indiana CPA Society, um, our church, my husband pastors the church, so we do a lot of civic activity there. Um, so everything I do is really centered around, like I said, advocacy, looking over finances, ensuring trust, financial reporting. So I found a way to connect like my business skills, my career with what I really care about. So when I was kind of approached to run for this office as the state auditor, it just lines up with everything that I've already been doing in my career. And so this, you know, you talked about interviewing the different state legislators. I view this role as an extension of the state legislators. I was on a call the other day with um, Senator Bro, and she said that it was just that, you know, like the legislator um, sets policy, uh, directs the budget. And then when they're not in session, this auditor along with the treasurer and the state board of finance meet monthly to review, approve um, any changes to the budget or any funding allocations to the various agencies. So that's one part of what the role is, which I'm super excited to be able to add a voice for the community to be able to, you know, hold some agencies accountable. Uh, you know, how are we spending the money? Is it really affecting change within our communities and then the other part of the role um is a lot of the cfo type operation so accounting finance paying the state's bills financial reporting internal controls like all of the typical like accounting nerdy type stuff (laughs) um so you know it's very much a business type role so i'm excited um to be in that historically, it's been a position that people have leveraged to just kind of propel themselves into some other role of government, and I don't think it should be used that way. So I'm I'm happy to add some my CPA expertise into the position.
0: Yeah, I bet you are one of um, very few candidates who have ever run for this office who are actually qualified uh, in accounting. Um, so, and I, you know, have been yelping for months now that um, we need to be very careful because although we're very fortunate that the federal government is sending tons of money to the states, including Indiana, and Indiana is sitting on this huge surplus, um, we have to be very, very careful about that money being spent properly, that it's going to the place it's supposed to go, that it uh, it is affecting the change it was intended to affect, and um, and so your position is crucial to making sure that all of that money that's coming through is being spent properly and is being paid properly. and there is no, you know shenanigans. Uh, and w- you know, when there is this much money uh, coming around, then you know there's just that much more likelihood of, you know, shenanigans. So I'm really pleased to have you as a candidate, someone who's just super qualified, uh, in accounting <laughs> because i think that makes a huge difference so um so tell us more about what you want to do as a state auditor
1: yeah and so you kind of hit it right on the head i want to ensure that we are as a investing back in the communities especially those that needed the most who are typically you know underserved underrepresented i've been around the state or and talked to enough people to validate what I've already seen, which is that in certain areas, it's, we still have a lot of deserts, whether, whether it's food access, which we know Indiana, you know, it's like top three in that. And, and then infant mortality, um, healthcare, funding of our education systems. There's just so many places where people feel like we're not investing the right amount of dollars. And so when they see money coming into the state, um, when they see resources coming in that can really ha- help the communities, but then they're not feeling the direct, direct, direct impact of that, it causes some frustration. So me running allows people to feel a little more comfortable that there is somebody in the office advocating on behalf of our black and brown communities, our women, our rural and farm communities, you know, our entrepreneurs and small businesses. And we just need more people like myself, more young people, more young women, more young people of color to really be in the state house to affect some of these decisions. So, you know, I'm running to affect change. I'm running to use my expertise, but I'm also running to be an example for other people of how they can use their skills to, you know, serve in state government, which historically is not something that I would have it wasn't on my goal of things to do. I had been approached before and was like, no, you know, I'm good in my little corporate jobs. I'm going to be, you know, a partner here or a CFO here. Um, but what better, better way to really serve the community than being a CFO for the state? So I really want to restore trust, you know, in state government and finances, add a voice for the people, um, ensure, you know, transparency so people do know what's happening, and just making sure our office is always accessible to people, because that's another thing that I've heard is, you know, we've reached out to the budget agency or we've reached out to the auditor nobody responds. Um, so I, I don't want to be that person. So I've, I've always been accessible. My social media, everything is open. So if people want to get in contact with me, I'm out there. I'm not hiding the same thing with church. Um, so I'm, you know, really hoping to elevate the position in a way that people see it as a resource in addition to the, the business of the state.
0: That's great. And, um, and I, you know, I have to add to that, that, you know, I mean, what an example, I mean, have we ever had an um, African-American woman uh, auditor before?
1: No, uh, not. Unlikely.
0: <laughs> and, um, and this would be, um, you know, such a beautiful example for young girls uh, all over the state um, to see uh, someone like you and, you know, uh, and it's, you're not just a figurehead. You're not just a, you know, a, you know, a shallow model. You're actually a very, more qualified auditor than we've ever had before. Yeah,
1: sure. Thanks for saying that.
0: Yeah, well, and that's really wonderful, and I'm very excited for that. So we've got a, you know, I know you've got a lot of work to do, and you've got a lot of ground cover, and it's great to see you out there uh, going all over the state, uh, meeting with people. I've met you in several places now, and I know you're all over. And um, so tell us, how can we reach you? How can people help your campaign? How can we get you elected?
1: Sure. So my... um... All of my campaign socials are Vote Sine, V-O-T-E, Z-E-N-A-I. C-E-N-A-I. Um, so I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and LinkedIn, which is my professional profile, but I, I put campaign stuff on there. Um, I think, you know, a way to, for people to help, obviously donations help because, you know, we're traveling, we'll be gone a lot this weekend, so for gas, food, to help pay my friends that are driving me, my campaign managers here with this Aria. Um, (laughs) Yes. So we're, you know, always collecting money. But also what I tell people, um, boots on the ground because I can't be everywhere. Right. And so if we can have people in the different cities and towns and counties speaking on behalf of me and, you know, on behalf of Jessica and Destiny, that is also very helpful. We can, I think we gave you some lit things to hand out while canvassing. We need people to help make calls. And so it's, you know, if somebody raises their hand, we can give, you know, a call list to people um, to call in their community. So those are a couple of of ways, you know, where our calendar is filling up, but if anyone wants to host a fundraiser or a house party where you just gather folks, and we talk about the importance of the election, how to make sure you're registered, who to vote for. At this point, I'm not telling people who to vote for. Obviously, I want people to vote for me, but I just want us to increase our voter turnout higher than you know 10%. If we increase it a lot higher, then we do have a great, great chance of winning.
0: Yeah, that is um, one of the issues, isn't it, is um, is that um, we really struggle with voter turnout in this state. Um, and we need to get people to the polls. Uh, and and coupled with that is the fact that people often don't go all the way down to those those uh, lines on the ballot um, that are these um, positions: the auditor, secretary, uh, secretary of state, and uh, state treasurer. And and this year, in particular, sure. those are you know much more vital races than they've ever been before. Um, we cannot, in a supermajority. Yeah. Having a Republican in those kinds of offices um, just is, you know, it will tip us right over the edge as far as, you know, I don't know, accountable behavior and, you know, and getting elections and uh, securing the finances of this state. Yeah. And, you know,
1: getting rid of the supermajority. you know, it starts with these races and, you know, we'll actually be at the top of the ticket, which is good. So Tom McDermott, who's running for, um, U.S. Senate, out of his mayor time in, South, in um, Hammond, but he'll be at the top and it'll be us three women, me, Jessica, and Destiny. So, you know, just people having awareness of who's on the ticket, why these roles are important to him, to them, just like you said, you know, ensuring elect, um, Destiny's focus on election or voter access, election security, and you know, um, certifying our small businesses; those are her key talking points. Myself and Jessica, you know, how is the state investing? Is the state making money, but also reinvesting in that? So these are important. So we got to connect the dots for people, so they understand why. What does it mean for them in their everyday lives?
0: Right, and I think um, that, like again, when there's a supermajority uh, in charge, there's a, a Republican governor. You know, that means that nobody's really watching. Ah, uh, nobody's paying attention, and uh, and transparency has been something that Republicans uh, have, you know, had an allergy to uh, in our state. So, um, so it would be just a breath of fresh air to have transparency in these top positions. So, I am so looking forward to that. Um, so, okay, so we can find you at votezenay. Mm-hmm. right? Z E N A I. And then, um, and your are on social media, same thing. And you need mm-hmm. help with uh, phone calling. All right. I think I think that's pretty good. I think people should be able to reach you with that information. And I hope they do. Um, I know I'll be seeing you soon. I think you're coming up here on Saturday. Is that right? Up to uh, LaPorte County? You don't even know, do you? you I think have- it's when tomorrow.
1: You? I think is
0: it's Friday. It- oh, is it? Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Uh, And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed chatting with you all this time. And so I'm, uh, you know, just really thrilled to, you know, to work with you and support you. I think you're just going to be an outstanding candidate. And um, our state really needs great qualified people like you.
1: I appreciate that. Thanks for the opportunity and the exposure.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So and hopefully, you know, everything will go well. Maybe we'll check in a little later, see how things are going. And good luck today and good luck on the rest of the campaign.
1: I appreciate that. I'll talk to you soon. All right.